0: With your host, Robert Anderson, he, with Sarah and Dale McKechnie, President and Vice President of Lucis Trust, will discuss philosophical and spiritual topics essential to everyday life. Now here's your host, Robert Anderson.
1: Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Inner Sight. Inner Sight is simply seeing that which is always present, but not yet fully recognized. You have within you the ability to see yourself and the world around you in a new way with new eyes. So stay with us and together we'll look at the world and ourselves with inner sight. Before we start our show today, I just want to mention that we'll be giving you a a gift today and we're happy to do that. And uh, as as we progress in the show, I'll tell you more about that gift. But the topic of today's show is light. Part 1. And we've got a thought here from the the Upanishad. And it's as follows. Lead me from darkness to light. From the unreal to the real. From death to immortality. And I'm wondering why why is light the subject today?
0: At this darkest time of the year, well, why not? Uh, we crave light. We long for the uh, winter solstice that's uh, about to come on December 21st. So it seemed a, a perfect moment to talk about the spiritual implications of light. Uh, that that passage or prayer that you just read from the Upanishads is so ancient, it's said that it's one of the most ancient prayers known to man, and uh, it appeals for light. This is a deep-seated human need and urge to move from the darkness of ignorance, uh, illusion, to the light of knowledge and wisdom, from the unreal to the real, and from death to immortality. This is the, the ancient prayer of the human being. And it seems to me that at this time of the year, when darkness in the northern hemisphere is so all pervasive, especially in countries like in Scandinavia and uh, northern Canada, that uh, the subject of light takes on real meaning. In fact, it's said that um, going through all the ancient religions of the world, there is this uh, great spiritual significance given to this moment in the year when the sun begins to move northward. And the days begin to uh, become longer. It's always been celebrated as a festival season. We think of it, I suppose, associated with Christmas and Hanukkah. But in fact, um, the ancient Persian uh, religion of Mithras and uh, the Greeks and Romans and the Egyptians and also the Northern Europeans have all had festivals at this time of year. So it has a great spiritual meaning.
2: Yes, and as you said, it's the um, <clears throat> festival of Christmas, and that's also a a festival of, of light in a way, because mm-hmm. the um, the um, streets and homes are um, adorned with lights of all kinds, and uh, so it's a great celebration of light as well.
0: And then there's Hanukkah, which is uh, just about to begin, with the um, commemoration of the um, unfailing light of uh, the candles at a time when uh, the Jewish people were being threatened. Was it by the Maccabees? I'm not. I'm not really sure. Yeah. But the the enduring power of light to uh, Save these people from total darkness when they were under threat, is celebrated at the time of Hanukkah and it's called the Festival of Lights. Each day, an additional candle is lighted. Again, this festival, I believe, always comes at approximately this time of the year when the days are shortest, and uh, it it uh, it's a, an important festival because it recognizes that light never entirely leaves the earth. We are always uh, left with some degree of light, no matter how short the days, no matter how great the darkness. There is some light that I think is uh, at least one of the implications of Hanukkah.
1: Well, I don't want to sound like a three year old saying, Daddy, why is the sky blue? <laughs> uh, but according to the loosest material that I've read, light is very profound. Uh, can you tell our listeners, can you answer this question? What is light?
0: That's a tough one. I was just going to say Dale. Uh, It's really very difficult uh, for me to explain to myself, as I was thinking about this theme, what exactly light is. Because one of the peculiar things in the ageless wisdom that's found in the books of Alice Bailey is the statement over and over again that light and matter are synonymous. Now we would think light is so ephemeral, so spiritual that it must be the opposite of matter, that matter would be dark and dense and light would be light, bright, uh refined, subtle and spiritual, but in fact light according to the angel's wisdom is part or an expression of matter and substance.
2: Yes, it's um <coughs> it's interesting to um compare light with the physics of light, uh Light in, in, in physics is like the sunlight, which is made up of waves and particles and photons and all of that. And um, there is that aspect of light, and there is the, the light of the incandescent bulb when you, you turn on the light in in a dark room and it lights up the room. Uh, it isn't the factor of light itself, it's the factor that what it reveals. And as it is said in, in physics, we don't really uh, see light. We merely see with it. So it it's what the light reveals around us in the world that is important. But there is this aspect of light that is substantial. It is um, in the Ageless Wisdom teachings, it is uh, a substantial energy of the light, like the light of the soul, that is a uh, also a um, a body of light. Um, people, it's a major uh, characteristic of the soul.
0: Well, again, people would think of the soul as being the opposite of of matter and substance, uh, totally um, ephemeral and spiritual. But in fact, the soul itself is a body.
2: Mm, yes, it has a body, just as. Uh, yeah every human being has a body uh it's of a different nature but um, light another way of looking at it light is the ability of the mind to see things as they are without distortion um it uh, it tends light pushes back <coughs> the darkness of ignorance and that's another way of looking at light um you use the mind uh, the light of the mind to determine the, the cause and the why of things and uh why things happen and the, there's the light of the mind of the, uh, the light of knowledge that is an aspect of light uh, the knowledge of the lower mind the concrete mind the scientific mind <clears throat> then there is the mind of the, the soul the uh, soul light of the higher mind and then there is the light of the intuition so uh, light is, has very many different aspects to it
0: well, coming back to your um your statement early on um you said that light is an aspect of matter when when you were talking about photons and electrons and so on, you said that light is not um really um a source of something it's what is revealed or it reveals
2: well light reveals it's we don't really see light so right. much as what light
0: reveals. Well, that made me think that maybe in understanding that, we can understand why light and matter are synonymous, because the activity within substance, within matter, that comes alive when it's spiritually quickened, uh, produces light. So within all matter and substance, it said there is, even on the atomic level, Light. Light is present, although it might be thoroughly veiled and hidden. It is present and awaits uh, awakening, yeah, quickening.
2: Every uh, every tiny atom is a point of light, right. we are told.
0: Veiled and hidden yeah. by every form lies light, the right. writings of Alice Bailey say.
2: And uh, light is um, <coughs> has been, as it's also said, light has been with us from the beginning, and there will be light at the end, and it's, right. it's the whole universe is saturated with light.
0: And that comes back to that um, phenomenon that people have witnessed, that when people die, when a human being dies, light is emitted, and people have actually seen this. And right, yeah. Yes. Light is emitted as the soul vacates the body. And um, so... It's impossible for me to try to wrap this all up, but I I do find it fascinating to think that light belongs on the level of the atom, that it lies within substance and matter. It makes one approach the physical and material realm of existence with a lot more respect and consecration. And it helps us understand why the coming of the sun, uh, the return of the sun to greater power, is not only symbolically, but really... A tremendously spiritual event mm-hmm. each year.
2: Yeah, it's it's an urge that comes from deep within, and that's that soul factor that we 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 um, have this tremendous urge to seek light.
0: Mm-hmm. It's a soul urge, <clears throat> and not just a, a yeah. longing.
1: Right. Well, we can say that life is definitely profound. I... I know that there's been a lot of research lately on the importance of light in depression therapy. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then also, uh, even within my own meditation, I find that I'm much more successful with meditation when I visualize light. But I think we better talk about that gift that we're giving away, because people are curious about that. We'll be sending you a pamphlet, very interesting pamphlet, uh, about called, the title is The Energy of Light and so if you give us a call and just ask you ask us for that gift uh, the pamphlet called the energy of light we'll be happy to send it out to you and the way you order that is just by giving us giving us a call on our toll free number it's 866 695 8247 once again 866 695 Seven. And you would call that number also to order our books. And, um, Sarah, what would you say would be the most... Uh, uh, the, I know there's a lot of the bo- Lucy's books that touch upon light and the profound qualities of light and how it affects people, but which book would you point our listeners to if they want to order oh, the book?
0: That's a tough one because um, we, looking in the Master Index, which is the combined index to all the 24 books of Alice Bailey, light references go on for page after page mm-hmm. after page. All of the books contain material about light. But there is a book, um, Esoteric Psychology, Volume 1 and 2. There's um, a treatise on white magic. There's a book called Light of the Soul. Those four um, have a lot of Mm -hmm. uh, references to light. All right. And
1: if you forget those names for any reason, when you call us up, we'll be happy to mention them again to you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm-hmm. in addition to ordering our books, and by the way, if you uh, we always have this particular special. If you order directly from Lucy's, uh, Lucy's Trust and you order all 24 volumes of our books, our books are written by the founder of the organization. Called, uh, by the, her name is Alice Bailey, and she's written 24 volumes of books. And all the dialogue on this show, um, in some, one way or another, emanates from one of those 24 volumes. But if you order all 24 volumes, you'll only get a 10% discount when you order directly. From Lucis Trust at one eight six 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 nine five eight two four seven, 866 695 8247 or uh, an easy way to remember its one eight six ny 1-866-NY-LUCIS. Think of New York Lucis, N-Y-L-U-C-I-S. And, of course, you can order them from Barnes & Noble. You can order them through Amazon.com or Borders or perhaps other bookstores as well, but the discount is only available when you order directly from us, and once again, we're giving away that gift, the pamphlet titled The Energy of Light. We'll be happy to send that out to you. Our website is org, and if you key into that website, you can see the uh, uh, previously archived radio shows that we've done, a variety of topics, a lot of them, what is self and uh, how do we how are we best able to make change in life, and so many others. Our email is newyorkatlucistrust.org. And so, once again, let's get back to our discussion on light. And I think that what I was mentioning before, I think to me anyway, that touches on spirituality when I find the image of light to be so important to my successful meditations uh, but I'd rather ask uh, Sarandell about that at this point. How is light related to spirituality?
0: Well, people might think that's such an obvious question, why is it even raised? But it becomes a little more complicated when um, we consider that the writings of Alice Bailey say that uh, light is related to matter and that darkness is pure spirit. Uh, if one thinks about that for too long, one can get quite uh, befuddled, mm-hmm. that darkness is pure spirit, light is related to matter or substance. But there is spiritual significance to light, and it starts with the fact that all living things have an uh, what is called an etheric body. It's another name for a light body. And it goes back to our statement um, earlier in the program that all matter has light. All matter emits light. From the atomic level on up, there is light within every, uh, every bit of substance or matter. And the spiritual path is the awakening of this light, bringing it to more visibility, bringing it to expression. That's the whole point of undertaking the spiritual journey, to become a light bearer, in a sense, um, and to make the spiritual, the the form, the body of whatever you're speaking, a human being or a group or an organization or a nation, more expressive of its real spiritual being. So light has um, great spiritual implication, and it was this, this potential that exists in matter that lies behind the teaching of the Buddha. His very name means um, the enlightened one. Buddha means the enlightened one and he attained his own enlightenment uh, through great struggle, striving, aspiration, experimentation. As a young man, he tried every possible spiritual technique and path. Finally, determined to make his breakthrough to the real meaning of reality, he sat under the Bodhi tree, which I understand is still living in ancient India, and stayed until he made his breakthrough to reality. And uh, his whole teaching is then centered on how every human being can make the same breakthrough if he tries hard (coughs) enough. His final message to his followers was, be a lamp unto your own feet. You have the the lamp, the light is within you. So
1: he says each human being has this ability.
0: Yes maybe not to make uh, to achieve a total liberation but certainly to move forward in spiritual understanding
2: yes and um, <clears throat> moving forward in consciousness because that is the uh, that is the whole um, objective here is to move forward in consciousness and light uh, as far as spirituality is concerned it's uh, every expansion of consciousness represents a step in that direction and the way to bring more light into one's life is by, uh, oddly enough, removing a lot of the limitations that block the light. And like the limitations of our own emotional hang-ups, uh, the limitations of our physical problems, the limitations of our uh, of our mind. Our mind is a great blocker of light. So... Um, It is removing these uh, impediments that uh, enable more of the light to shine through. And that's really the objective, to let your light shine. That's where that uh, saying comes from and what's behind it.
0: There's also the the, uh, fact that the Buddhist teaching and the great spiritual teachers who have taught us how to make this breakthrough that you're speaking of have always emphasized self-effort. It's true that you need scriptures, spiritual texts to study. Most of us do. We wouldn't be able to sit down under our own Bodhi tree and make the breakthrough without a great deal of preparatory work, uh, meditation, study, uh, the purification of our own bodies and so on. But... Finally and um, inevitably the effort does have to come from within us and to me what's really hopeful uh, is the belief that we have the means within us for our own salvation it doesn't come from outside of us it doesn't come from a a cloud or a heaven somewhere out there it's within us because we are created by God we have that, that potential within us
2: Yes, and the whole objective, as I understand it, is to make oneself more translucent. Mm-hmm. And there is a actual <clears throat> way that we can accomplish that, and that's uh, through the through refinement and through purification. That's where all of these teachings are. Th- that's what's behind all of these teachings. To uh, of purification is to uh, enable. Our physical, our emotional, our mental natures to rebuild themselves, to f- fluff off the coarser particles, the, those little atoms that are coarser ones, and uh, bring in and attract the more finer, higher grade of uh, atomic particles and light, and thereby making oneself more translucent. Now, one doesn't accomplish this in one lifetime. Mm-hmm. But uh, over a, a series of lifetimes, uh, you keep working at it, and you finally begin to uh, make oneself more rarefied in <clears throat> your nature, and thereby allowing more of the light of the soul to shine through into the world, and that's the whole objective behind us.
0: I don't think um, we can underest- uh, overestimate, is that the way I don't think we can overestimate? the difficulty of what you are describing. I don't think it should sound too easy um, because the, the endless way is, after all, endless or it can certainly go on for many, many lifetimes as I understand mm-hmm. it. This is hard, hard work and um, it isn't something that you can just will into being because you think it's a good idea or you would like it to be so. The the revitalization and the the Uh, transformation of the mind and the emotions in particular are uh, a a very long project. And um, when the Buddha said, uh, uh, be a lamp unto your own feet, he was talking about a, a project that one begins on and probably continues over many, many lifetimes. But we do have the means within us. And the brain that we have eventually is intended to become in a sense the eye of the soul the the lens through which god divinity looks into the world and this is the the transmission of light the bringing of the light of divinity into the world if we think of the whole human family as um the lens through which god sees the world it might make uh make a little more sense than thinking of an individual as this
1: now from our discussion, <clears throat> I'm understanding, and what I understand, uh, I'm understanding about light a little bit more, but uh, what I'm understanding is that every human being emanates uh, light, but does, I've got this question, does every human being radiate the same light?
0: No, because we're not all alike, and um, in these politically correct times, one has to be careful to um, say what I'm about to say, we're not all on the same level spiritually, Um We are all precious in the eyes of God. Every human being, every living thing is. We all have the potential for our eventual salvation. We have not all made the same progress toward uh, the realization of our true inner self. If we are still... um, embarked on a, a life of crime and disregard for the, the laws uh, of our society, obviously we have a long way to go. If we are more um, oriented toward lives of service and unselfish devotion to human need, we're a little farther along. So I think if people think about this, they realize we're not all at the same level.
2: No, it's it's a little bit like I was saying before. The um, <clears throat> The potential is there. For everybody to advance, but um, we're all at different grades because we're all different um, grades of atoms—the very atoms that make up our bodies—and our emotional atoms and our mental atoms are all of different grades. And but we can we can improve that uh, position by thinking and working towards more refinement in our attitudes and refinement of our actions and deeds and um, it, it's not only just refinement of our uh, the you know the physical bodies you know the diet and all of that
0: oh that's the least of it <coughs> that's the be, least yeah. of it
2: and it's it's really the refinement of our uh the emotional part of us the
0: uh and what's uh, worse the thoughts the thoughts. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, you have to watch what you think because uh, those thoughts are things and uh, energy follows thought. Yeah, and something they, a lot
1: of people don't seem to
2: understand, uh, yeah, you're
0: right? Yeah, they think yeah. if they keep silent it really mm-hmm. doesn't matter mm-hmm. what they think. Oh no.
2: No, because mm. it's uh, that's the real uh what well, the real um damage Yeah, but it's it's the real battlefield today is, is the emotional nature and trying to refine one's emotional nature. There are reasons for this, and it's not just because it's a nice thing to do. It's because you are actually refining your emotional body as you work towards refining your own emotional expression.
0: And as you do it, you become uh, more and more a radiant being, apparently, to those who have eyes to see. And by that, I'm referring to what is called in the ageless wisdom, the spiritual hierarchy, the masters of the wisdom, the the brotherhood of light. Those are all different names for the the more evolved beings who watch over our planet. And um, I'm told that they see us not in terms of our faults and our weaknesses and our failures. They pay no attention to that. They see only our light. They look for our light. And Mm -hmm. uh, they know that eventually it will grow more brightly.
2: That's how we are judged in their Mm -hmm. eyes. They, they, They grade us by the light that radiates from us. Yeah. So
0: when we say somebody's a pretty dim bulb, <laughs> <laughs> it's not a compliment. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean
2: that's yes, we're using our own light to associate with and make judgments about other people and other things and situations, and that's how we use light. Mm-hmm. And the more of the of the spiritual light that we have in command of ourselves, the more of it that we can command. The more that we can shine this light upon situations in in our lives and in the world and see it more from the from the position of light from the angle of light and thereby get a better uh, better sense of really what's happening there okay we
1: We love to be on the air and speaking with you every week and we've gotten a lot of good feedback about how much so many of you like the show and want to remain with us but it's important to remember that the work of Lucas Trust including this program is funded entirely by voluntary donations and we need and welcome your support and also remember we've got that gift we're giving you today we're very happy to send you the free pamphlet the energy of light i think you'll find it interesting and profound and once again you can call us at 1 six nine five eight two four seven in order to order that gift, an easy way to remember it, one eight six six NY Lucis. And that's about all the time we have for our discussion today, and you've been listening to Inner Sight. Now we'd like to close with a world prayer called the Great Invocation. It's a call for light and love and goodwill to flow into the world and into our hearts. Let's listen for a moment to these powerful words.